Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you. This is Susanna Mittermeier for today's episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful time wherever you are. If not, what else could you choose? What else could be possible for you to create something that truly works for you? Because it's like, you know, suffering and not having a good time is kind of normal. Have you noticed? (laughs) It's weird, um, but that's how this reality functions. Most people have learned to tolerate a certain discomfort and uh, have decided, yeah, well, that's just what it is to be a human. That's just what it is to be here on this planet. You know, like it can't just be ease and joy all the time. Well, you know, suffering is just normal. Yep. So that's basically, (laughs) that's basically a point of view that has been handed to us mostly from our parents or family or culture. And, um, Well, my question to you is, what do you know? Is this really the way life has to be to suffer, to have a discomfort, to have a certain pain physically or emotionally every day in different ways? Or is there actually a different possibility? What do you know? And We've talked very often on the show about the tool, what is light, what makes you feel light is true for you. What's heavy is a lie. So if you consider the point of view that, well, a certain discomfort, pain, suffering, that's normal. I have to tolerate it and I have to learn to live with it. How is that? Is that heavy or light? Or what else do you know? Or could it be that all of life comes to you with ease and joy and glory? That would be a totally different point of view. Again, look at what makes you feel light and what what makes you feel heavy. Just because this is something that other people say, well, you know, you have to just, you know, learn to live with discomfort and problems and that's just the way it is. And, you know, feeling discomfort and pain is normal. Look at that. Is that really making you feel lighter or is that actually pretty heavy? So what if you, rather than swimming along other people's worlds and points of view, you start to facilitate yourself to find out what's true for you. So facilitating comes from the Latin word and means making easier. So facilitating is the possibility of, you know, guiding yourself or someone else to something that works, something pragmatic rather than dramatic and to something ease-filled. And you can do this with yourself and you can do this also with other people, friends or patients or clients or kids. It's shifting the perspective from what other people say and the perspective of what's normal to 
what do I know? What's true for me? Which is oftentimes very different than the normal perspective that's been handed to us. So what if truly all of life could come to us with ease and joy and glory? And that, by the way, is also the access consciousness mantra, which I love and use almost every day, whenever I think of it, because it's like all of life comes to us with ease and joy and glory means you don't avoid anything. You don't resist to anything and you don't agree and align to things needing to be a problem, but you're like, okay, so someone judging me, well, all of that, even that comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Or someone admiring me, which most of the times, if you are honest, are you really receiving that? (laughs) Are you really receiving admiration, contribution? You know, somebody who wants to contribute to you, help you, make your life easier. Are you really receiving it? Or are you having the point of view? No, 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 I have to do it all by myself. All of these things, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that can come to you with ease and joy and glory if you choose. That way, nothing needs to be avoided anymore. But, you know, this constant point of view that, well, problems are normal and I have to overcome problems and I have to find a solution to my problems. Oh my goodness, what a stress. And is this really your tonality? Is this really your way of functioning Or is this where you are entraining to other people's tonalities, to other people's ways of functioning? What if you just choose to let that go today more than ever? Everywhere you've been entraining to other people's ways of functioning, to their tonalities, letting that go and realizing, oh, wow, wait a second. Hmm, How would I like to create my life? What's true for me? And That's where you start to be empowering towards yourself. And that's where you are empowering to other people. Because what I've noticed also in my work as a psychologist and therapist is that, you know, there's still a point, like most of the times when people coach other people or do therapy, if we're honest, there's still oftentimes a point of view of, where we are supposed to take people, like a result, a point of view of what people should get out of the session or what they should get out of their of the class that you're facilitating, even if it's not like something you have, you know, outspoken, okay, this is where I would like to take the clients, this is where I would like to take the people. It's still oftentimes something in the back of the head that people have as a point of view. That is still where you try to lead someone somewhere rather than being the question of, wait a second, where would they like to go? What's next for them? So any kind of answer, like any result is an answer. Result is a point of view. That's a disempowering point of view. Don't judge when you do that. It's not that you're bad or do something wrong. Not at all. It's just realizing that if you're having any kind of point of view, what someone else should choose or where they should go, you're actually projecting your point of view on them. And you're not giving them the chance to find out what's true for them. And you know, it's again, don't judge yourself when you do that, because all of us have done it, all of us do it, because we just, you know, oftentimes go, oh my God, like if they would choose that, their life would be so much better. Yes, maybe, but it's not about what we want, it's about what the person you work with, whether it's your child or your client or your patient, it's about what they choose. So it doesn't help to 
have a point of view of what you think is good, you know, that's true for you. But you got to find out what's true for the other person. And that's a challenge. That's an art. And that's where you are a space of true empowerment. It's like practicing this with your children, practicing this with your partner, practicing this with your family, and also with your clients. Like how much more space and freedom and possibilities would occur and would you facilitate with that different perspective? And again, it's a practice. It's really where we got to be honest with ourselves and go, oh, I had a point of view here. Ah, okay, here we go again. I would like, I wanted my daughter, my son to choose that. I wanted my client to be more happy. I wanted, you know, my mother to have less pain. Well, yes, that's wonderful and amazing that you wish well for other people, but wishing well for other people is one thing. Empowering them to choose whatever they choose is a totally different playground of possibilities. And this is, this, my friends, is something that I'm inviting you to, especially with pragmatic psychology and, and everything that that different perspective and paradigm is offering. Because once people choose for them, they have it forever. If people choose something because you want them to choose something, they do it from a kind of resistance and they have to fight you and they have to fight that possibility for the rest of their lives. But if you allow them to even make dumb choices, you know, and dumb is just an interesting point of view anyway, but if you allow them to do, to make choices that might harm them or hurt them, that is something where you give them the space to find out, wait a second, okay, that wasn't actually so nice to me. That didn't work for me. Okay, now I know, now I'm going to choose something different. And yes, there are times when it's appropriate to step in, but if you have that space of allowance, you know when to step in and you don't do it from trying to prove something or resist to something. You just know from total clarity, okay, now it's time. Now it's the time to step in. But most of the time it's more appropriate to allow people to choose whatever they choose. And yes, again, you know, don't try to get this one right. Just practice, practice, practice. And how do you get there? Well, let's take your family, your parents or your children or your partner, the people that are closest to us, you know, having allowance for their choices. How do you do that? Well, by number one, every time you have something come up that, you know, someone should choose or you have a fixed point of view that they should do, Use the tool that we've talked about so often in these podcasts. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view that I need to save this person. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view that I need to protect this person. Wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And do it again and again and again. Notice also how many times in your life when you had the permission and the allowance to choose for you and to even make stupid choices that were against you, how much did you grow? How much awareness did you gain from those choices to know what works for you and to know what doesn't work for you? Because most people have no idea what works for them. They are used to doing what other people need from them. And you probably know this one from yourself, like how many choices have you made for other people 
that made other people happy rather than having total clarity on what is my world? What would I like? What makes me happy? What works for me? <sighs> and that's again where you are swimming along the tonality of other people. You're like singing the same song. You're in the same choir as other people rather than, wait a second, would I like to sing a solo on that part? Would I like to do something different in that part of my life than what I've been doing so far? And what if you knew you have the courage? So this facilitation thing, you know, is something we do on ourselves, like facilitate ourselves to more ease, joy and glory possibilities. And it's also that something that we can gift to other people, but only if they ask for it, only if they ask for it, you know, like facilitating someone because you want it doesn't work. And I'm sure you've tried, all of us have tried, you know, greatest example is probably family, partner, children. Anytime you project something on someone, they have no other choice than fight you. And they will fight you, you know, in all kinds of different ways. But if you have allowance, they are empowered to choose for them. And maybe they don't, maybe they might not do it right away, but you open up that playground. And so what does allowance mean? What is, what is allowance? So we started this show with talking about acceptance and tolerance, or actually tolerance, and tolerance and allowance. So tolerance and allowance are totally different things. Tolerance is where you put up with something. You have already decided, you have already a fixed point of view about, okay, this is, this is not good, or this is something that I need to just, you know, do or deal with. You put yourself in a no-choice position. You don't ask any questions. It's just like, okay, that's the way it is. Allowance, just like the word gives you the energy of it. Allowance has a totally different space to it. It's where you don't agree in a line and you don't resist and react. Everything is just an interesting point of view and you get to relax. And it gives you choice, gives you choice to not swim in the same soup as the other person or that situation. It gives you an awareness of where people are functioning from, which is gold. It's a treasure box. But at the same time, you move beyond it like an eagle that soars above and beyond and is aware of what's going on, but they're not, they're not making themselves part of it. They are aware of it, but they're not part of it in a way where they are creating themselves as limited as other people's limitations. And that's gold also in facilitating other people. It's like when somebody comes to you with a problem or drama or any kind of difficulty, it's like if you make yourself part of that problem, you are in the same box. But if you are aware of their difficulty, their problem, their pain, and an allowance of it, then you can soar above it. And from that perspective, you can see what else is possible. You can see, oh, this person has this choice and that ease could be possible. But you don't necessarily voice that. You don't necessarily say that because you got to ask, what can this person hear in this moment? If you say more than the other person can hear, again, you don't give them any other choice and fight you. But if you are asking, what can this person hear? <sighs> you get to relax. You get to be aware of where they're functioning from. And at the same time, you're aware of possibilities beyond it. 
but then you ask what can they hear, which makes you only deliver what they can receive at that moment, which makes them reach for more. You know, you give them what they can receive, they get to relax, you are preparing them for asking for more. And also, it is such a great freedom and empowerment when you don't have the need to say what you know and what you're aware of. And just keep it for you, just for me, just for fun. Never tell anyone. (laughs) Um, It's a funny tool. And you just be aware of what you know, but you don't have the need to voice it. How much is that relaxing you and the person? And giving both of you a different space to function from. And the patience of letting the person choose whatever they choose and when they choose it. And also, don't underestimate you and the power of being aware. So when you're aware of, oh, what else is possible for you or, you know, now that you facilitate someone else, just you being with that, just you knowing it, you are being a space where the other person can relax and bathe in. You can compare this with a walk in the woods or a day at the ocean In that moment, you're becoming like the ocean, you're becoming like the woods, you're becoming like the earth. And you're that space where people can come to you and you don't project anything on them. You don't force anything on them. You don't expect anything of them. You just go, hi, I see what's going on. I'm aware of your, you know, troubles. You don't need to say that. You just, you know, you you are just aware of whatever they have going on. And you also know what else could be possible for them. And just knowing that and being with that space makes you be like the ocean and like the woods. And people will come to you because you are a space of allowance that probably not many people are on this planet yet. That's why people love to be in the woods, nature, be with the earth, be at the ocean because there's no need for you to change. The earth and the ocean... They never project on you. Come on, you need to change. Look at this. Work on this topic. This is your issue. You have to think about it. Where is this coming from? They just be. And that's where like change can be facilitated. This is where you are inspiring the person to reach for more, to ask for more. So welcome to a totally different paradigm of facilitating change. And this is one of the things why... I started to create pragmatic psychology because pragmatic is about doing what works rather than being dramatic. So my friends, if you want to know more about this, there are classes out there. They're called pragmatic practitioners. And uh, these classes are for people who work with people, you know, whoever, like however you work with people as a coach, as a parent, as a teacher, as, you know, some kind of facilitator or, you know, physiotherapist, or, you know, hairdressers, like there are all kinds of different practitioners who come to these classes and they find out what else they uniquely know about facilitating change. And uh, if you need more information, just visit the webpage www.susannamittermeyer.com or pragmaticpsychology.com. And if you have any questions or ideas or wishes, email me info at So thank you for you and thank you for asking for what else is possible 
With that question, you are a gift for our world. Thank you for you and big hugs to you out there. <laughs> bye, bye for today. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com.